listening to a Kink in the Chain podcast. Welcome to the Kink in the Chain podcast. I'm your host, Rope Squirrel. <sighs> I, I know I'm saying this every week, my listeners, but frickin' Ritzy and Alpine cannot be here today. Alpine's got a good reason. I'll give her that. They're at work. So I guess that's okay. Ritzy, I don't know. I should probably put a tracking collar on that girl at some point. But I didn't want to leave you all without an episode. And we have a very, very special guest today. In fact, I think you're going to like it because assuming you have an Android device, you can try it right now. Today, we have Jim from Courageous Games. He's the CEO, and they make an app called Halos and Sins. How are you doing today, Jim? Hey, I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing? Oh, it's, you know, another day, another (laughs) dollar, and... (laughs) Uh, yeah podcasting is a fun fun world so i i try to it, it's a lot of fun good so Thank halos and for having me on the podcast i appreciate it you are very welcome so halos and sins unleash your inner succubus or angel with halos and sins unleash your passions and spice up your love life will you play as naughty or nice from massages and kisses to so much more you'll try things you've never dared do before There's no shortage of hot suggestions to keep couples going all night long. And the more you play, the more rewards and punishments you'll unlock. Create your own adult cards to add custom challenges and fall in love with bedtime as you explore hundreds of naughty new activities. Take control of your passions as the game lets you choose which way you want to play. So throw away the novelty adult dice game or card game because Halos and Sins is designed to spice up your sex life. They wanted to give couples a game that would take away the taboos of sex. And this app caters to everyone from couples to swingers to fetish-oriented partners. Ah, I bet you didn't expect a dramatic reading of your app store description, huh? (laughs) I really appreciate it. It it sounds, you do it quite well. Maybe I'll have you, uh, I'll hire you to do some uh, readings for me. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds great. So I guess you, first and foremost, uh, I I did my research on you and sorry, I did a little stalking of you. So I I did, I did find you all over the interwebs. So you went from a piano teacher to a software developer how, how did you make that leap yeah so um so i uh in college uh i needed a job and uh i had taken six years of piano lessons when i was a kid so i was like well i'm gonna try to i'm, I'm a good teacher so i'm gonna try to uh teach some kids um piano and i also was working um, um at a tech center at the same time so i was working two jobs and going to college and um, yeah, so I actually got my degree in um, computer science, but I was originally going for psychology. So I kind of combined the two to make this game. Um, and, and yeah. Very nice. So what inspired you to make the game? Was there some kind of trigger moment or you just didn't think that the, any of the other apps or games were working right? Or what was your inspiration? Yeah, so that's a great question. Um, 
I there okay so I am a huge Dungeons and Dragons nerd um so we were coming actually back from a Dungeons and Dragons um uh session with some friends and I was talking to my wife in the car and I was like hey wouldn't it be cool if we could combine the leveling up aspects of Dungeons and Dragons and the stats based um kind of um um yeah stats for your game with um a dirty sex dice game um, and there's a lot of dirty sex dice games out there. Like if you just do, you know, go to Google Play or Amazon and just search for them, um, you'll find a lot of them. But um, a lot of them are very basic, um, and and the the English not is not necessarily well written. Um, so I really wanted to create something that not only um, allowed you to choose your play style, as you said, you get to choose between naughty or nice or some balanced play style um, as you level up. Um, but I wanted to, to create something that started to really get at um, uh, what is your sexual play style? And I wanted to create something that will help people really understand um, how they, you know, how they play, how they play games and, and what really turns them on. And playing Halos and Sins will really get at, um, you know, doing different actions and, oh, wow, this is something that you haven't tried before. But hey, let's give it a shot. And oh, this is something that I really like, or oh, this is something I don't like. Um, and I really want to explore that. So first and foremost, my goal is to help people um, explore um, their sex lives and improve their sex lives. That's that's the goal of this game, and it will continue to evolve. But I might have gotten off topic. Did I answer the question? <laughs> you're fine. You're absolutely fine. So what is something that your app does that's unique that other that other apps do not. Yeah, so so Halos and Sins is kind of like Dirty Sex Dice meets uh, aspects of World of Warcraft or Final Fantasy or Shadows of Mordor. And when I say aspects, I mean like the talent tree uh, and the choice progression. So that um, is, uh, I have not found anything out there that does what my game does. It's unique. Um, and you know, as we said, you get to kind of choose your route. Uh, and as you chose, you know, if, if you really want to be a nice player and you get more, uh, you know, like holding hands, butterfly kiss, you get those kind of actions, your, your, um, your phone board will actually evolve and change based upon the actions you choose. Um, so if you go the nice route, you'll have like less punishments. Um, if you go the naughty route, you'll have more punishments and the board will change um, depending on your choices. Mm -hmm. Sounds like. So, my listeners, I have had a chance to try out the app a little bit, and uh, of course, you know which route I took. <laughs> oh, was it nice? I'm guessing, right? <laughs> oh no, 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 no! Got to, got to see the the dirtiness that we've got. Uh, you know, what, what kind of what kind of kinksters we got working working there and coming up with ideas for you. So, um, yeah, no, no, not nice. Just doesn't do it for me anymore. Okay. Okay. <laughs> So was the pandemic a, a somewhat of a catalyst for the development of this app in any way? Um, since we're all kind of stuck at home where we were anyway, I mean, I know everything's kind of opening up now as of this recording, but. Yeah, um, so I've been working on this game. I'm the only developer. I've been working on it for about five years. Um, I was actually working in the uh, medical uh, industry, working on medical devices and doing this part-time. And then I started uh, started working on this full-time. Um, and uh, the, the pandemic has not impacted um, the game progression at all, um, but I'm really excited that 
Um, it seems that more people are um, downloading these kind of apps and trying them out. So it's exciting that um, I can, you know, show everyone this game. And I really want everyone to be able to enjoy Halos and Sins as it continues to evolve. Um, and I'm really looking forward to, to giving it to everybody, to showing everybody. Awesome. Yeah, I know that um, a lot of app developers popped up during the pandemic. There was one that I messed around called with called uh, Quarantine Together. And it was a mm. it, it was an interesting idea because it was a dating app and you, you put your phone number in the system or in well in the app anyway. And it asks you only mm -hmm. one question. Did you stay home today? Because it was trying to this is before the vaccine, but it was trying to encourage people to you know stay home. And if you said yes, it would connect you for five minutes on a relay number to somebody else. And you could text and get to know somebody you didn't, you know, say, hey, this is Jennifer, enjoy. Um, and then the two of you start texting. And then at the end of five minutes, it would say, do you want to continue this conversation? Yes or no. And if you both said yes, it would give each, you each other's real phone numbers. Um, oh, wow. That's really cool. That's a really good idea. And if you said yeah. no, of course, if one person said no, then the conversation's closed and you never see them again. So. Um, yeah. it was, uh, an interesting idea and only through COVID could that have, you know, popped in realistically. I mean, at least that, that concept, I'm sure it could work. They could get rid of the COVID part and just be like, you know, meet someone for five minutes and see if you, see if you do, if you, um, hit it off or something like that. Yeah. 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 It sounds a bit like a chat, chat roulette, but with the added, uh, overlay of COVID. Huh. That's a good idea. Yeah. So are there any future update plans that you're that you guys are, are working on that you're able to share at this time or anything? Yeah, yeah actually, um, that's a great question. So we're coming out with our uh, our second Kickstarter um, and we're going to be doing uh, we're going to the first thing we're going to be doing is porting it to iOS um, Then we're going to be doing the accounts feature. Then we're going to be doing the LGBTQIA uh, edition. Uh, then we're going to be doing the solo play edition, new decks, levels, and rewards, and then a party edition. Um, and then um, perhaps the bachelor edition, not 100% sure on that one, um, localization. And then we're going to have um, chat feature, like uh, you see, so you can remote chat, you can remote play the game. So if you and your sweetie are across, uh, across the water or, uh, you know, different parts of the country, you guys can still play together. Um, and there's a lot more coming down the pipe as well after that. So. Sounds like a pretty busy release schedule. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Definitely going to need to hire more developers. <laughs> I, I hear that. Uh, have you had any, thus far, I know that the app is relatively newish, but have you uh, had any success stories from people using the app? Has anybody like written, you know, thank you, Halos and Sins, you saved my marriage or something like that? I haven't had one quite that glowing. Um, I did. Um, we were on Google Play for a time and we were, uh, we got overwhelmingly positive reviews. Um, I've had over 300 beta testers and they were just looking for bugs, but they found a lot of them like gave their personal stories of like, hey, this is amazing. Um, it, my, my partner, I loved it. Um, so yeah, it's, it's pretty much got overwhelming, overwhelmingly positive reviews. Nice. Um, yeah. Yeah. So what what is your favorite thing about this app? What is 
mean, I guess, you know, what, what, when you open it up, what are you most proud of or what's your favorite thing? Um, definitely the talent tree. The talent tree is, took a lot of work and a lot of uh, many different versions. Um, but I'm really proud of the fact that you can really customize your sexual journey when you play the game. And it's only going to get better as we get more user feedback. So I'm really excited to see, um, you know, we're always looking for suggestions, always looking for things to improve. And we will definitely be uh, incorporating, we've already incorporated many suggestions. Um, one, of the, one of the things that I just, just kind of a random thing, people hadn't used, uh, people were having trouble getting from one screen to the next. And I, and I was like, oh, it's, you know, as a developer, I'm like, oh, it's obvious you just hit the continue button. But then I was like, okay, well, this is a, this is obviously not that easy. So we just created like a giant green button. You know, it's, it's just smaller things like that sometimes um, can make a huge difference to people's um, satisfaction with the game. So even like very small things that we, you know, we'd love to hear feedback from you. So it's uh, currently on Amazon. So uh, Amazon App Store, yeah. Yeah, and we'll have links to the app in the description. So uh, my viewers, if you'd like to go check it out, uh, just click it and download it and, and uh, have fun with it because I'm, I'm sure I'm sure Jim wouldn't mind more people playing the game, right? <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm like, really excited. We have a lot of uh, versions coming out and it's, it's overwhelmingly positive reviews and I'm really, really excited to share the game with everyone, so. Well, you said you mentioned that it was scheduled for a possible iOS release. Um, are you planning to port it to any other platforms? Um, I know some apps have been ported to Steam, for example, and especially if it's built in Unity, it could be ported to Steam as a possible place. Yes, yes. and that is, yeah, actually, your your knowledge is correct. Uh, uh, I, I created it in Android on Unity for the first version, and now I'm porting it over to iOS. Um, and, um, I don't have plans to port it to steam, but a couple people have suggested that we put it on the steam platform. So people with their, you know, laptops or PCs could play it on their bed. Um, yeah. Well, at least with, um, uh, with the, that code base, it can pretty easily transfer unity can transfer to different platforms relatively easily with a minor translator and a little bit of debugging. So, um, mm -hmm. so. Yeah. yeah, it shouldn't be too hard. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I've I've very much enjoyed personally having uh, some of the apps that I play on my phone, having them uh, like stupid stupid little money pit games, but it is what they are. What they are, you know, you still enjoy them. Uh, it's nice to have them on a on your computer so that when you're, you know, you're you're sitting at work or something, you can pop them open and do a little stuff and uh, just you know. It, a, just having a different platform and, and, you know, a larger user base certainly can't hurt. So. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. And you know, those games are really fun. Like sometimes those, those, no, those mindless games can be fun to just, you know, pass, pass a half hour brainlessly just playing. So I totally get it. Yeah. But. Well, I think I'm what they call a whale in my, in one of the games I play, I have probably dumped about a thousand dollars into this silly, silly little iOS game, but <laughs> it's it is what it is you know as long as you get enjoyment out of it and um yeah although although they just did something very odd in the game they they mm -hmm. they decided to stand up due to you know current events and and ukraine and all that stuff they put out a thing saying anyone who's in russia is not you cannot buy virtual currency or spend virtual currency so the paid currency they can still play and just like 
-hmm. Okay. I mean, I don't really know how that, if anything, Russians would be spending money, putting it into some other country. (laughs) I'm not exactly sure like how that's punishing them, but you know, it is what it is, I guess. It's uh, yeah. You know, all the other ones go have gone the route, you know, we're cutting off access completely. Here's like, nope, you just can't spend premium currency. Like, <laughs> all right, whatever. Okay. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Gotta gotta take a stand somewhere, I guess. Um, and now for the silly question that I ask all of my guests, just because uh, sometimes it generates interesting conversation. Pineapple on pizza, yes or no? No, I no. don't think so. <laughs> I'm I'm right there with you. Um, it, it, yeah, fruit on pizza. It's just like that is very strange. Yes, I realize tomatoes are a fruit, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are you a a thin crust or a thick crust kind of guy? Oh, very much thin. Okay. Which yeah. uh, goes against my my uh, partner's issues is that she loves stuffed crust. So you can't for some reason they haven't quite figured out thin crust stuffed crust at the same time. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> it would be that would be so nice just make the crust big and beefy and thin little crust so i have to usually not get it but um, oh. you know i've never tried uh, i've never tried stuffed crust so it's, is, it, is it pretty tasty or yeah i mean it depends who makes it but um most of the companies that do it yeah they're they're pretty good they uh, do a good job um okay. it we uh there's a local pizza uh, pizza thing here in call or um, <clears throat> sorry, I guess I don't usually not announce where I'm at, but there's a local pizza place here that does something rather interesting. That the crusts are super duper thick, and we're like twice or three times normal crust size. And oh. the idea is you're supposed to eat the whole pizza except for the crust, and then you take the crust and they have honey, and you put honey on it and eat the crust with your with honey. Oh, it's just like, it's like that's. <laughs> I'm sure it's delicious, but man, that's a bit much. <laughs> it's a uh, yeah, and the. It, it's up in a in a in a mining town so it's just way out of the way but it's it's a great great place um uh, any, any well uh, since since my listeners i never tell you where i'm from uh but some of you may may already know so it's not i'm sure you know which one i'm talking about if you if you live here so um well i so i've i've had a chance to to play with the app and i'm going to play with it a little bit more um over the over the next few weeks and i'll do a little bit of a follow-up review for you and and see because i right now i'm stuck i'm all, i'm stuck at the beginning but i will uh i'll, I'll let you all know and see how uh, how kinky it gets as we go down the dark side <laughs> that's great yeah so um well uh well jim did you have a little bit of time to uh talk about some current events and things of that nature uh, yeah, sure. Awesome. So my listeners, this week we had a uh, basically an app that was somewhat similar to what we're doing, what, what, uh, what Jim's app is. Uh, but it's more about basically all these new ways of connecting. Uh, I, I see it at the club whenever I'm at, uh, at one of our BDSM clubs all the time that we, we get individuals showing up. And telling us that uh, when after they leave, well, I, no, there was nobody I wanted to talk to. And it's like, well, did you try? Did you actually go out and try to talk to somebody? Well, no. What were you doing? I just sat on my couch on, my, uh, on the couch on my phone the whole time. Like, well, yeah, well, that's that's not going to get you anything. It, yeah. 
even in the vanilla world, if you just if you're going to a singles meetup and just sitting at a table, sitting on your phone, people are going to think either you're super busy or antisocial or both. One of the yeah, it sends the uh, the shutdown messages. Yeah, yeah, and go away or or um, I uh, I usually make a rule whenever I'm out at, at dinner with somebody is that we turn our we set take our phones out of our pockets and set them face down on the table. Um, and that way, the screen doesn't light up. Um, granted they buzz but it is what it is that's i can't i could say we could should turn them off but you never know when there's an emergency and um everybody's got you know people that they would want to hear from uh if if something was happening so it is that is what it is but yeah dating apps they're trying all these funny and interesting ways in order to try to get people to talk to one another similar to we talked about the quarantine uh with me thing that we talked about earlier um, of course, there's all the usuals like, you know, okay, Cupid and, and things of that nature. There's Bumble, which if anybody has tried Bumble, that's an interesting thing. Um, out of curiosity, Jim, did you do, uh, did you kind of compare some other apps and some other dating things while you were making your app? Uh, you mean compared to mine or? Yeah, just kind of, you know, market research or competitor. Oh, for sure. Yeah. 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 Like, you know, as I said, uh, I've looked at a lot of the um so so currently halos and sins you play it with um it's between two people and you guys share a phone between 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 each other um in in future versions we're gonna have the chat feature so you can have remote play um but right now it's just between the two of you so kind of the the competing apps currently are um there's a lot of like i was saying on like on amazon and google there's a lot of like dirty sex uh sex excuse me dirty sex dice games um, and you just roll the dice and then it gives you an action and then it's asked if you want to roll again. And that's pretty much the extent of um, what's out there currently. So I'm really trying to, you know, come out with a game that helps people and help them figure out um, what, you know, what is their sexual play style in the bedroom? Like what's, what is your, what is your sexual identity? It's a sexual identity personality test. And I'm, I'm not trying to get into the overloaded question of, you know, how, you know, how do you identify I'm just, you know, like what turns you on in the bedroom? So. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Something interesting that I've talking to um, people who've been dating during, during the pandemic times. And maybe this, I mean, I just found this interesting that since a lot of dates were happening on either zoom or Google meets or whatever video platform we're talking about, because yeah. nobody wanted to meet up. Mm -hmm. a, lo a lot of people who are who are dating now said that they're going to continue doing that after the pandemic ends that they want to meet up with somebody and have a virtual dinner uh, before they actually go and meet them in person oh that's so interesting yeah and i could see the advantage of that i mean if, if the date isn't going well you just hit end call and that's it they you know it's it's over they don't know where you live they they didn't get any any of your information um you get to know if there's a little bit of a connection before you go out and either call it you know tradition but you know somebody buys you dinner or you buy someone dinner you know there's there's no money being exchanged you can just right you know honestly heat up a bowl of mac and cheese at home and uh and sit a, sit at a table with your laptop and just chit chat with somebody and see if it's going to work i think yeah. it's great you know it's um i've <laughs> i don't know about you but i've been stood up once or twice on dates so <laughs> oh yeah yeah oh yeah for sure yeah, the dating world is really difficult. And I, my heart goes out to people who, you know, are having trouble dating. It's, it's, it's tough out there. There's a lot of people who, you know, play games, who, who aren't honest, who, um, 
you know, um, just for whatever reason, like you were saying, don't show up. Um, it's, it's, it's tough, but, you know, just, you know, stay positive, stay hopeful. There's somebody out there for, for you. And, and I say that, I say that um, with a surety and confidence that you will find somebody. It's just sometimes you have to sometimes go through the, go through, go through the water of a few different people, you know, and hit some bad eggs for a while and you'll, you'll find somebody who likes you for you. And that's, what's really important. Yeah. My worst one ever was just somebody who literally didn't show up and then I had to get it out of them. But I, we were going to meet at an art gallery and I wanted to see the exhibit. There was, was, so that's why I picked it. So Mm -hmm. I showed up two hours early so that I could go and look at the art exhibit and, and get through it before I had to start doing dating stuff. So I was like, you know, I'm just blowing through it, whatever. And then, okay, two hours are gone. So I go sit in the lobby like, yeah, yeah okay, they're, they're going to be here. <laughs> 45 minutes go by and they're still not there. I'm texting, I'm calling, they're still not there. Um, eventually I just went home because, you know, I'm not just going to sit there all day. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I call a few days later. Yeah, I just didn't think it was a good match. So I didn't show. I'm like, well, you, you could have told me. Yeah, um, that's pretty rude. And they knew where I lived. And at the time, it was an hour drive to get to where that art gallery was. And then, of course, an hour back. So um, actually an hour and a half. So it's, yeah, I mean, in the end, you know, I got to see the exhibit I wanted to. And, and, I, and I, you know, I, I did the things I wanted to. But it was not, uh, yeah, you get a lot of that. And if had I done the Zoom date, at least I wouldn't have been out, you know, gas money <laughs> at the time. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, so, thought, I mean, this was pre-COVID. I mean, this is a while ago. I've been married for six years. I've been with my wife in total for like 10. Um, but I remember, I think the best first date I found was, uh, and again, this doesn't really, it's, it's a little more difficult with COVID, although we're kind of coming out of it, it seems. Um, but I found the best first date would be like coffee and like a walk or something. Because I don't know, for me, like if I'm walking, I I tend to like loosen up and it's a less anxious to, to talk, you know, you can walk around with your coffee or something. Um, but maybe that's like a Seattle thing. I don't know. I'm, I'm over in the Seattle area. So <clears throat> birthplace of Starbucks. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, uh, I found that definitely, I uh, definitely you do not want to do like a movie for the first date. That's not a good idea. Uh, because then you're not learning about the other person. You're just awkwardly sitting next to somebody and, and watching a movie and you know where, whereas you're really thinking hey I really want to talk to this person but there's a movie <laughs> yeah yeah and I've had a few dates that as the first date was at the kink club so that was uh, oh that was hard in a few ways because uh being being the person that I am and, and in the position I am I have to kind of make sure that I don't um even have the perceive the perception that I'm taking advantage of someone Mm-hmm. Um, because again, I am a community leader. I am an educator. I do a whole lot of stuff for the kink community. In fact, as I jokingly say, kink has become a lot more administrative for me than fun, oh. but, you know, um, but I try, uh, you know, I, I deal with, I deal with multiple charities and, and things of that nature, plus education and, and things of that nature. So when somebody shows up on a first date and they're like, Ooh, this all looks so fun. They hop on a table, they strip naked and go do things to me. Like, um, okay, no, we, we need to first have a discussion about, you know, what it is you want to do, what your limits are, you know, yeah. what, what are you into? Oh, I don't know. Just do things. No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. You got to get consent and figure it out. Okay. 
Well, I mean, you're, you're still getting consent because they're laying there going, do things to me. And so you have the consent, but at the okay. same time, you don't want them to come back later and go, well, we didn't negotiate. Um, and, and even though I gave my consent, I, I, I shouldn't have. And it just turns and it's like, he should have known better. Right. Uh, right. And you're like, how would I know that unless we negotiate and, you know, figure out like what you're okay with and what I'm okay with. Yeah. 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 So my listeners, there's a ton of apps out there, everything from, you know, obviously this halos and sins that we're talking about today, you know, uh, match.com bumble, all these other ones for dating. There's a lot of them out there. Um, I, I mean, I've even found ones for artists. I found ones for, uh, there was one that sent me a thing the other day called kinky souls. And it's just a, just a nothing but kinksters matchup. Um, however, uh, and similar to the advice that we usually give on this show when, when we aren't locked in our homes, is if you are going to, if you're looking to meet people, the best best place and uh, is not some app, unfortunately, it is a munch. So make sure you're getting out there in the community, seeing people face to face. You can use apps as well as kind of a supplement or possibly meet somebody, but munches are by far the best way to meet fellow kinksters because they're there and they're looking for people. So, yeah, and, and like, you know, one thing too, uh, Halos and Sins is really good for, as we were talking about dating, you know, you you meet somebody, you, you guys kind of hit it off and you want to figure out like where, where your kink is, you know, you both play, you can go back to whoever's place and, and play Halos and Sins. It's, it's perfect for that oh. situation. So, yeah. So yeah, use it as a, as a tool in your tool bag or a nice little surprise that you can pop out and go, you know, Oh, Netflix and chill. No, let's do Halos and Sins. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> All right. So this, yeah, so I'll put a link to this article in the description. Um, but my, my listeners, what do you think? I mean, have you had any, are there any apps that, uh, that even I, Rope Squirrel, do not know about? You know, let, let me know. I'm, I'm always curious to know if there's something that I'm, I'm missing out there. All right. News article. <clears throat> All right. So the next one we'll be doing is the viewer questions. Um, so you, but you said you didn't think you'd be able to answer some of these, correct? Yeah, like I'm, my BDSM experience is pretty much none. So okay. um, I, I don't think I'll be able to help you out. I mean, I, if you have other questions, I'd love to, uh, to, to talk about other questions. I have a lot of experience like dating, but, um, you know, I'm, um, I, I'm not in the kink community. I, I'm just kind of getting started. So I'm not super... Okay. Yeah. The bulk of questions I get in the mailbag are all kink related since we are a kink podcast. So, you know, it just makes sense. Yeah. All right. So then we'll preface this, but if there's anything you want to add to something, obviously just chime in and uh, because it may be some of these like long distance relationships could, could easily be translated into um, uh, just regular to vanilla stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, The second one is the like love life getting stale. I mean, that, definitely would be a halos and sins thing um and the third one what are some that one you might not be able to do too much for but because they're looking to start an event a a kink event so that's that's probably not one that i think you'd be able to answer too much but if you have any insight please let me know okay sound good yeah okay all right so i'll do the the intro part all right. So as we do every week, we give your viewer questions and we got a bunch this week. Now, Jim here isn't isn't 
fully a kingster yet. We'll we'll corrupt him at some point, and he'll he'll <laughs> join our our ranks. Please do, please do. So, um, a lot of the, these questions are going to be I'm gonna I'm gonna answer them for you all. But uh, if if Jim has any insight, I'm sure he'd be happy to hop in and and let you all know. So our first question comes to us from Todd in South Carolina. And they write, long distance relationships are hard. My partner is currently living in Florida. And so getting down to see her can be challenging. We try to do DS throughout the week when we aren't together, but of course it just isn't the same. Any advice for a long distance DS relationship? Well, uh, Todd, there's a lot of different things you can do in order to keep um, it'll, it'll, your relationship very, very active. Of course, uh, the, the easiest thing is, of course, to go down there and do it. And I realize that DS, uh, long distance DS is not the same as in-person DS. I'm sure if you're doing long distance, you're utilizing things like webcams and things of that nature. Um, if you want to get into a little bit more of the techie realm, I mean, there's always teledildonics. So uh, you know, remote controlled vibrators and thrusting sleeves and things of that nature. Um, Something that I have been messing with my partner on, although it, I'll be honest, it hasn't gone very well, just because of the nature of where they're at and their internet. Um, we've been trying doing VR together while they're out on trips so that the last 30 minutes or so before I go to bed and they go to bed, we go and meet up in a, uh, in a virtual world and we can see each other's hands. Can't see each other's faces per se, but it's an avatar. So we can, we can just sit on a rock and, and talk and if we're doing DS stuff, I can give a few basic commands or, I mean, I am a switch. So sometimes she gives me the commands, depends on what we're doing that particular week. Um, or there's other devices um, that you can get. The one I, that I'm thinking of off the top of my head, uh, I, I think it's pronounced QE, but it's QIUI. -U -I. It's a Chinese company that makes remote controlled um, devices that are, cannot be operated over the internet. Uh, currently, they have a, a male chastity cage, a shocking male chastity cage, a locking anal plug, and a shock collar that are all relatively inexpensive. Um, their app leaves much to be desired. They really need to hire some Americans or something. to. I mean, it, it's, it's Chinese very much, um, very poorly translated in a lot of places. Uh, if you if money isn't as big of an issue, you can go all the way up to Fancy Steel, which I know uh, for you listeners, you, you know, I love Fancy Steel because we had them on the show a few months ago. Uh, they do make a remote controlled uh, uh, remote controlled shocking chastity belt for men and women and a remote controlled shocking collar for obviously anybody with a neck at that point. Um, so those are definitely things that you could utilize especially on the webcam to enforce compliance, shall we say. Um, but in the end, you know, make plans to meet up at events, meet plan, make plans to go down and visit them in person, um, come up with a protocol. There, there are several apps that will do protocols as well. And it could be, I do know of a couple that uh, one of their protocols is when they live together, she would make tea for her, her master every morning or every afternoon or whatever it was. Um, and now that they live apart, although they do see each other, they still make the tea, even though they have no intention to drink it. But it's that that ritual that enforces the the dynamic and and makes makes the submissive feel good, makes the top feel good that they're being honored. 
So yeah, those are kind of the big ones there. Did you have anything to add, Jim, out of curiosity? Um, I have tried the, um, my, um, my partner and I have tried uh, the um, electric, uh, I'm probably gonna butcher this. It's, it's like a um, remote vibrator uh, okay. option. And uh, that was that was pretty cool. Um, I don't remember the brand, unfortunately. I can't plug the, a brand, but um, there are some really cool options. And, and the app UI was actually pretty easy to use. So I think that's a good suggestion to do that. Yeah. And there's like Love Sense, Lilo. Um, there's a lot of them that that do it, and they're all. Yeah. yeah, they're they're pretty fun. One of my favorite things to do is to put as many things as somebody has holes or whatever put them in and then take them to the zoo and uh so we go oh. walk around the zoo and i'm like flicking the the switches in my pocket and, uh, <laughs> that's that, really cool yeah. yeah yeah i mean we're you know again the plug-in halos and sins we are going to be coming out with a uh, a remote and, and chat uh version of the game um once we get that kickstarter up and we get some more funding so you know stay tuned for that and we definitely um since i've been on talking to a lot of kinksters it's definitely going to be implementing um some kind of like uh kingster kingster extreme kingster version um so we can we can help you guys out with your with your uh, with your problems so <laughs> yeah <laughs> sounds great so todd i really hope that that answered your question and for this question if you have any feedback or wanted to talk back to us or if you would like to ask a question of your own to be featured on a future show don't forget our email is podcast at kinkinthechain.com and we are happy to put you on air. Uh, our audio slaves really love if you send us audio files, if, if, you, if you're able to do that, but I'll take text if I have to. <laughs> <laughs> All right, our second question comes to us from Kelly in Oregon. And they write, as of late, BDSM play has gotten stale and dull. I feel like we're doing the same things over and over again. We want to play and we don't regret scenes, but it's just not as exciting anymore. Anything you can all recommend to break up the monotony? Um, well, Kelly, Halo there's sins. Play Halo yeah, sins. Halo Sins, yeah, that would. Uh, <laughs> although, if, if you're playing in a dungeon, I've I've been running into that this oh. problem uh, with uh, like I'm going to a con in a few weeks, and uh, I have a, a remote control device that utilizes an Android tablet, hmm. and to be I guess, courteous to the event, I messaged them beforehand and said, okay, I'm gonna bring this tablet that controls something. Um, the camera has been physically disconnected. The microphone has been physically disconnected as well. I literally unsoldered them from the motherboard. The, the audio system has been disabled in the actual software. So there is no way this device could record anything. But they always tell me, no, you can't bring it because we're, we're concerned that maybe your security measures you didn't do enough or and we don't want to set that precedent obviously in the future that's going to be more and more of a problem but um if you can bring a tablet in the dungeon great i've I, although i have found a workaround my listeners being the the devious little brat that i am um i bought a, a raspberry pi and a touch screen and connected it to a battery it literally does not physically have a camera and uh I, i've even cleared it with the staff they're like well i guess it's not a tablet or a phone so you can bring it in like okay that's <laughs> ridiculous but all right as long as it works it's got wi-fi and bluetooth that's all it needs um but yeah so if you can bring halos and sins in the dungeon that could be fun 
make your own custom yeah. cards. Um, yeah. So something so you can break up your routine and have a little bit more fun. Uh, there's a few things you can do. What I usually recommend in the case of a lot of people is what I usually call guest stars. Um, go to the club or if, assuming that's where you're going because it says you're you're playing. Yeah. So if you're going to a club, uh, look, the two of you walk around together and see if there's something going on in the dungeon that you would like to either learn or experience, whether it be from a top or a bottom side, whatever it happens to be the case. And as soon as that individual is done doing their scene and they're done with their aftercare and it looks like they're, you know, packing up or whatever, have a conversation with them. I have found nine times out of 10, the worst, the, the worst answer you're ever going to get is sorry, I only play with my partner. That's, and that's fair. But most of the time, most people are going to be like, oh my God, I would love to make another one of me, whatever that is, whether it be electrical play or fire play or whatever it is that they're doing and they want to teach you. Or um, my partner and I occasionally, there's some things that she enjoys that I do not and vice versa. So in essence, we use other people to break up and have a little bit more fun at the dungeon because then we both get what we want and then we come home and it's like, yay, we're both happy. We both got what we wanted. My partner, as you all know, loves to stab people with needles. I cannot stand it. I do not want those needles anywhere near me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but she loves to do it. And if I don't let her do it, then she's going to be unhappy in the relationship. And so I let her do it to others. And then my thing that she hates doing is I do forced orgasm and she hates that she hates having it done to her so it's like okay so now I can do that to somebody you can stab needles in somebody and we can both go home with nice warm fuzzy feelings uh, or the other the final thing I would recommend if you both are able if your switches or 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 one of you is and the other's a bottom whatever depends on your relationship dynamic but I have let somebody else take control where it's like you know I don't we, we don't feel that like, we don't want to play with one another tonight. So let's let somebody else take the lead. And there's plenty of people out there who are like two subs at once. Oh, yes, I would love to do that. Uh, or co-top is the, 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 the opposite of that. If, if you're both not really feeling it, then, you know, find somebody else and you both beat up on that person, whatever it is. Um, you know, you, you always say do things as a couple. So there, do it as a couple. It's kind of fun. So those would be kind of, Kelly, those would be my recommendations. Jim, did you have anything on this one? Unfortunately not. I'm, 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 I'm learning. I am the uh, apprentice here and you are the master Jedi apparently. So <laughs> I, I am just listening with fascination. No worries at all. Yeah. All right. Well, Kelly, uh, give those a try. If you need any other, if you need any other help or, or anything like that, don't forget the email is podcast at kinkinthechain.com. Uh, feel free to write us back. We'd love to hear from you. And our final question comes to us from Lex in Massachusetts. The area that we live in doesn't have many kink events, whether that be munches or parties, or at least if they are, I'm not aware of them and they're not on FetLife. My partner and I were thinking about starting some play events. What are some things we need to consider before starting an event? Well, Lex, um, starting a play event is a... Think of it as a, as a well, I guess, best way to describe it, a crazy house party for sure. Uh, you're going to have not only, you know, the normal house parties that, you know, non-kink, you know, people are going to come over and dinner and whatever, and everybody's going to kind of stay together, except when somebody needs the restroom. That's about the only time somebody would disappear. But 
keep in mind that at least in the house parties that that I've been to, people are all over the house. They you're going to want to make sure you've got enough space for everyone. Of course, that's important and enough equipment, because if people can't play, then nobody's going to be all that happy. And if everybody's standing on top of each other, it's going to be a bit of a mess. Um, you also probably want to implement some kind of vetting system. Uh, we've at a number of parties. You know, if people just show up, I'm not necessarily saying you should be exclusive, but at least have a conversation with somebody before they just show up at your house, because who knows it's going to show up to your house. That's the uh, a number of conventions and cons in all over the country have shut down because of the actions of one person at the event, whether that be somewhat more disgusting, like using the curtains in the hotel room for toilet paper, mm. um, it, you know, water sports on the bed uh, in a hotel bed situation. These are not things that uh, give good grace with the hotel when it's over. They're like, yeah, we don't want you guys back. And I, I completely understand it. So just imagine these are some of the people who might show up at your house. Um, if you can secure the rooms at most of the, the places I've ever been, they, they install uh, uh, like uh, padlocks on their, on their doors or they lock their doors just to kind of keep people in rooms that they're not supposed to be in. Um, I don't necessarily recommend this, but one guy had access card readers on all his doors, like in an office. So it's like, you know, if you needed to go somewhere, he could, you know, you had to badge into the master bedroom, but he was a geek. So it is what it is. I thought it was kind of an interesting idea, but when it was party time, he, he hit a, he did a routine and the, like the bathrooms were unlocked, but everything else wasn't. So, you know, Hey, that's pretty good. Wow. Damn. <laughs> But just keep in mind that you're going to get a lot of people and you're going to need you need equipment. So you may be able to borrow or borrow it from people in the community. Um, there's no really no need to go out and buy all the dungeon furniture. Usually people are more than happy to bring a piece or two uh, if they have it. Um, advertise it on Fat Life. Go to Munches. Advertise it there. Um, get get the backing of the community. Make it regular. Don't make it just this random one off thing. It's like it's the third Sunday of every month or whatever it is. Um, but don't just make it, yeah, that's whenever we feel like it, because people like to have consistency so they can plan. And that's about it. You're, you're going to, it's going to be a bit of a growing experience. You, you won't know how much food to buy because you won't know how many people are going to be there. You might run out or have too much and you'll eventually figure it out whether or not you need to charge as well. It, it may be something you want to do to cover the cost of food, or if you're well off and you just want to give back to the community, you can do that too. So that's kind of my advice for starting an event. I, I know I didn't didn't know if Jim would have much to contribute on this particular one. Um, I mean, plug in the game a little bit. One thing you could choose to do um, is have maybe one room with just a phone laying on the bed, and the phone has the entire angelic route unlocked on the on the phone. And then you know, two two people they can get to know each other sexually. Uh, go in that room and so you could maybe dress it up have like an angelic theme to it and then you could have another room with uh, halos and sins sitting on the bed uh, with the naughty deck and it could be more <laughs> like a hellish fire themed and you know two people walk in they have a great time and um, you know good to go so yeah that could definitely be a an idea if you don't have a lot of equipment yeah thank you jim that's a great idea all right well lex um hopefully that helps uh, good luck. Uh, hopefully you send me an invite when you throw the event. I'll, uh, if I'm in your area, well, Massachusetts, eh, not getting to Massachusetts anytime soon, but I do get there occasionally. So yeah, toss, 
toss rope squirrel an invite. I'll, I'll show up in my squirrel costume if I need to. So there you go. <laughs> good luck. Good luck with your event. Yeah. Well, Jim, it's been a pleasure having you on the show today. Um, I really hope that your app goes well. And, and my listeners, I'll have links to the app in the description of the podcast. So check it out. It, currently, it's available on Amazon, uh, the Amazon App Store, but uh, sounds like it'll be eventually available on iOS and a few other platforms. So yeah, go check it out. Thanks so much for having me. It, I really appreciate it. And yeah, it's on Amazon. Um, you can find us on uh, Instagram slash Halos and Sins or at Halos and Sins. Uh, we're on Facebook.com slash Halos and Sins, or you can just go to halosandsins.com and it has links to everything. Um, and thanks, thanks so much for having me on your, on your podcast. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, it's been great, Jim. And as always, stay kinky, my friends. Check us out on the web, the kinkinthechain.com. Follow us on Twitter at KinkChainShow. We don't bite unless you ask nice. Have feedback or want to submit a question for a future show? Send your emails to podcast at kinkinthechain.com.